Good morning, guys. Welcome to my first official episode of the Half an Hour Podcast. I'm really excited, guys. And I feel like this is a step to my journey. Like, everything that's going to be coming. I, f- I just have good plans about everything, you know? And in today's episode, I kind of just want to motivate you all and remind you that you are the main character in your story. You're not an extra. You're not a side character. You are the freaking main character. And I picked this topic because, honestly, the past couple of months, I have really been struggling to know my identity. I've been living my life based on what other people have thought about me or have said about me. And it has literally been so detrimental to my health. But then last week, I had an awakening moment. And ever since, my life has been so much better. And guys, I know I'm saying this, like, a week later, but I have literally seen serious results. And my life has literally changed. Every time I've gone out, I've felt more confident. I've lived my life knowing my identity, you know. And, I mean, things aren't a quick fix, you know. If it's quick, it's not fixed. It's just covered up. But if it takes time, then it's going to last a long time because you're slowly digging up the problem at the root. And I mean, this has not just been something quick for me. My awakening moment was just the set off to my new journey. I've been working on this for a while. And maybe you guys have been working on this for a while. Maybe you guys have been putting in the effort to heal and to know that you're worth, you know, and maybe this is like gonna be a awakening moment episode I don't know but anything can happen and anything is possible so I kind of just want to explain what might be happening in your lives most of us are probably living our lives based on what other people think of us like me Um, we do this because we're looking for others approval and if we get this approval we feel validated and if we feel validated then we feel loved and we all want and desire love We hope that if we make someone happy, they'll make us feel loved. But I think what we need to understand is that we can't seek love from a thousand different people at once. Everyone has a different opinion on something, you know? And if you really think about it, one person may have an opinion on something, but then another person disagrees because they're trying to do the same thing that we are, seek approval. So they agree, but they don't at the same time, you know? And it's like you can never really please everyone. So what's the point in trying at all? And there's this one phrase that kept on hitting me last week on um, Pinterest. And it was saying, like, if you wouldn't go for them for advice, why are you listening to them about this? And guys, I love this quote because it really makes you realize, like, we don't want to seek approval from everybody else and others but like we do it anyways you know we wouldn't go to them for advice we would go to someone you trust for advice so why are we going to people we don't trust when they suddenly have an opinion about us you know and I mean you know why and I know why but we still find ourselves in this endless cycle of listening to them okay so story time um, 
So one time there was this boy that I liked, and yes, we are going to be talking about this. Um, so I liked this boy, and he wasn't no little crush like, oh, I think you're cute. No, he was a huge crush, and it was in middle school. Um, he was a huge crush, and I liked him for a good amount of time. But anyways, uh, me and him had a mutual friend. That friend, I mean, she wasn't a mutual friend to me. She was, like, she was actually a really close friend. I wouldn't say, like, a best friend, but she was really close to me. Um, but anyways, we would talk through her because then I had a reason to go up and talk to him without making it seem like I liked him. I don't know how that works, but, yeah. Um, but I remember there was this one time where he came up and started talking to me by myself. And y'all, I was freaking out. Like, this was the first time my crush had actually came up and talked to me by myself. Like, with no context before. And I was so freaked out for some reason. And I don't even know why. And, like, the worst part is that when he started talking to me, I acted like I didn't hear him say hi to me. And so I just, like, kept on talking with my friend. And my friend was like, he's talking to you. And I just looked at her. And, like, gave her a look. And this was my best friend. And she knew exactly what I meant by that. I don't know. Girls have some secret language that when they just look at each other, we, we know exactly what we're talking about. But anyways, especially your best friend. Yeah. Um, but anyways, then I looked back at him and I was like, hi. And I forgot what he said to me. He was asking me, like, what I was doing or something or if I wanted to hang out, whatever. And, like, I was kind of just rude, you know? And, like, guys, I literally don't understand because the boy I liked actually came up and initiated conversation with me first. And I pretended like I didn't even know him. I can't, guys, honestly, because I can't see myself doing that now. Like, it was, it's really bad that I did that to someone. But, like, once he started talking to me, I didn't really make eye contact with him at all. I wasn't clear with my words, and I ended up just leaving the conversation so I can go hang out with my friend, like, literally in the middle of while he was talking to me. Like, my friend was right there, and I was like, hey, do you want to go, like, slip on ice or whatever? Because we were at a camp. Um, I was like, do you want to go slip on ice? And it was snowing. And he kind of just looked at me, and I kind of looked at him, and I just, like, I wanted to go, I wanted to hang out with him. But, like, I wanted to get away from my fear and get away from, like, my uncomfortability. And, I mean, that's just not how I would do it now. And, I mean, I came off really rude. And it was all because, like, I didn't know my worth, you know? I thought if I showed him who I actually was, he would judge me and not want to hang out with me. But I literally did even worse, guys. And not only did he not talk to me after that, but he literally had this concept of me not liking him and me being a jerk. And it was all because, like, I covered up myself and I showed him a part that wasn't me because I wasn't secure in my identity. And I thought at the time that I was lame, I thought that I was uncool and I thought that no boy would ever want to talk to me. And that wasn't true. Like, if I look forward to who I am now, 
and how I handle people, I see so much change. Back then, you would not see me starting conversations with new people. Like, I would only hang out with the people who were comfortable, like, who I was comfortable around, like, my best friends. And, like, even my friends, like, who were just general friends, I never looked them in the eye. I never really talked to them. I only focused on one thing, and that was my best friend. And, I mean, honestly, that that wasn't good, you know? I only focused on one person, and I'm going to get into that later, um... But anyways, now you can see me literally with a different person at lunch each day or, like, at break. I'll be hanging out, like, networking around the school, you know? And I absolutely love it. I love networking. I love making connections with new people. I think also I just love change. And so when I stayed in one place for too long, I felt like I was trapped. And so I wanted to make connections and hang out with other people so it wasn't just me staying in one place. And I think what changed is, yes, I keep on saying this, but like I became more secure in my identity. I realized that I am in charge of my life and literally no one at all can be in charge of my life. I have the power. And yes, people can do things and they can bring me down. But I decide how I respond. And that goes for you guys too. And there's this quote that you guys have probably heard of. And it was saying, like, life is 10% what happens to you and 90% how you respond. Guys, you get to choose. You have the power. You are the main character in your movie. So stop letting the extras get so much screen time. And that's a, that's another quote right there like that I saw on Pinterest. And... I really love it. I love that it's trying to reinforce that we have power. And you may not believe it, but we do have power. And honestly, it's exhausting like to just be living your life for other people, you know? And you guys know that you don't get to do what you want in life. You literally only have one life, so why not live? And I think that's exactly it, actually. Like, maybe instead of going into situations thinking, what if this? What if that? What if he doesn't like me? What if they get mad, you know? Go into situations thinking, why not? Like, why not tell them what's been bothering me? Like, I'm really hurt by this. Or why not tell him that I like him? He could possibly like me too, and that can lead to so many other things. And, like, why not go and start conversations with people? I could be making friends and networking and making connections that may help me in the future and another thing is you are what you think so if you're going into something thinking people are going to think you're weird or people are going to laugh at you or people might not like you anymore guess what you're going to manifest it studies show that that you have the the power sorry you have the power to create what you think you know it's not magic or anything. Even if you don't believe in manifesting, you can literally think that you're going to go, you can literally think that you're weird, right? And it gets so stuck in your head that you cover up what you actually are, kind of like how I did, right? I was insecure with myself, and so I covered up me, who I actually was as a being, and my instant response was to just be rude and just to come off like a jerk. 
And then people end up getting this fake image of you that's maybe actually weird or you start to fumble around in weird behavior. So you guys need to be careful about what you think and be careful about what you say. Your words have power whether or not you believe it. And it's true. When people tell you something negative about you or make a comment on something that you're usually not used to somebody making a comment about, you know what happens. You start to believe it or you start thinking on it more often. And then you go ahead and you say the same negative things to yourself and you start to constantly reinforce this and start to believe it even more. And it's this endless cycle of other people's opinions becoming your opinion, which becomes your reality, you know? And this was basically my awakening moment that I had last week. I realized that no one controls my life. I make decisions. I think, I think, what I think is what I become. And like I was scrolling on Pinterest and two pins were talking about this. And then like at the same day, on the same day, I went to my ASB, AUSB retreat um, at my school and we were planning activities. And then one of the girls took a fo- photo and my friend, um, she was in the background, but she wasn't listening. Like she wasn't paying attention to the photo. And so we took the photo and then afterwards, like she came up and she was like, hey, we have to retake the photo. I wasn't in it. And the girl who was taking the photo was like, yeah, you were, you were in the back. And then she was like, but I'm, I'm not a background character. I'm the main character. And guys, literally, as soon as she said this, I was like, yes, like, this is my sign. I think this is a sign, you know, like I just earlier that day, I had literally got two pens for Pinterest that said the same thing. I was already struggling with this. And now this happens too. And then I was actually even listening to a podcast later on that day talking about the same thing. And it was all just like this one day, this one moment of just reinforcing the same thing over and over again. And it just like just shook me and I just woke up, you know. And like that day after she said that, I went and talked to a whole bunch of people, people that I didn't even know sometimes. And like I still... Honestly, I make it sound easier than it is. I talk to people, but I still struggle with talking to people. Um, It's still a constant challenge that I face, you know? And it's not just easy. It's not like, oh, I'll go and talk to anybody. Like, I'm not that optimistic, but I do work to it. And I do try to do it as much as possible. Because, one, I enjoy getting outside of my comfort zone. I think that's where the most growth happens and that's where afterwards I feel so powerful and like I feel like I accomplish something big because it's something new and something that's uncomfortable and anyways that day um, I talked to a whole bunch of people I pitched in all my ideas and I raised my hand to share out normally I would have just watched and listened but that day I actually spoke up and spoke out like the main character would because I am my own, my own show, and you guys are your own show, and I want to live doing what I want, and I don't want to live with any regrets, like, regrets are permanent, your fear is temporary, and I, yes, I got that quote somewhere else too, but, like, literally, quotes are so amazing, guys, but 
yeah, I, I don't want to live with any regrets. I've already lived with so many regrets in my life. And it's like at night, sometimes those regrets will come back to me. And I'm like, I really wish I had taken the opportunity. And what it does is it motivates me to go and do more things, you know, and not regret any more decisions in my life. And although I still do have those times where I do regret and like I don't live out to my full purpose in a moment, I still have those days, but I want to try to create less of them overall. And so I have a few ways for you guys to actually step out and live into your movie. Um, I say the first one is to root within yourself. Um, So root within yourself, find happiness and joy within yourself or a higher power or even both. Um, That doesn't evolve people because people change their minds every five minutes. Like people may be influenced by something. They might just like change completely. They may not just want to associate with certain things anymore. And so people change their mind all the time and you can't really be waiting around for them. I personally find my worth in myself. Um, and I also find my worth in God. I am a Christian. Um, I live, I follow a Christian lifestyle and turns uh, like, it turns out like when I don't find my worth in people and I find my worth in God, it's truthful, you know, like what he says about me is good and it is true and it is loving and it is kind. There's no false in there. And I think that's what like makes me turn to him because he is good and he is kind. And there's so many different controversies about Christian and people end up hating Christians because they get this false idea of what um, people think Christianity is. And it's because of all these other people's opinions or people like messing up and sinning and people, Christians sin. I'm not going to lie. Christians sin. I sin. Like there's no person on earth who didn't sin or who hasn't sinned except for Jesus, you know? And even if you're not Christian, you may not believe me. You may not want to side with me, but this is just what I believe. And I want to share it with you guys. Um, and guys, also start doing self-work, start journaling. I love journaling. I literally journal every day. I go, I have a specific journal. Actually, I have multiple journals, but I have a specific journal. It's a very thick one. And I just write every day, everything in there, like my emotions and like start doing processing, you know, and just getting out my feelings all in one place because sometimes I don't always have another person to talk to I don't have therapy every day I don't like get to just share my opinions every five minutes but when I have journaling I can do that you know and I don't have to worry about being judged or criticized because it's just a piece of paper but I'm still getting out my knowledge I'm still getting out my feelings and emotions and journaling there's something about writing down on a pen and paper like it's a relief on your brain and you guys can go look it up like you can see online and through articles that journaling with a pen and a paper has a greater much greater effect on your brain than typing on a computer you know um but also I just want to say that guys you should start romanticizing being by yourself 
Um, guys, people don't always like being by themselves. And I used to be that person. I used to never want to be by myself. I always wanted to be with people. And I was extroverted. I was very extroverted. But then somehow over quarantine, I died in quarantine, honestly, because like I needed to be with people and I was struggling so much with that. But then somehow I ended up coming out more introverted, you know, like I'm an ambivert now. I can go have fun with people, but I also need to be by myself. Like I can't just stay with people all day. I have to be by myself. And I think I love that is because when I'm by myself, I can do the most work on myself. Like I can go and become the best version of myself. I can become a better person for other people. I get to focus on what are my struggles, what are my issues and how I can fix them. And I, I'm very competitive in that way. I love trying to become the best version of myself. I love putting in effort to become who I want to be. And I just, I don't know, I think it's amazing. And I feel like that's a, that's a big thing. You have to be able to be by yourself. And maybe you might not like being by yourself, but maybe you can find something that will allow you to be, um, feel comfortable and feel better and love being by yourself. Maybe that's reading, like that's being by yourself. Or maybe that's watching a movie, that's also being by yourself. And maybe it's journaling or maybe it's like meditating or working out. I do all of those things and I absolutely love being by myself and it recharges me so then I can go out and be a better person for other people. Um, And guys, like, I feel like this is a big thing with rooting within yourself. I feel like you should know yourself and hold strong values within yourself. Um, this is, this is kind of like a hard, hard idea or trying to, a hard idea to really talk about because not everyone knows who they are and it takes a lot of work and it takes a lot of effort to try to become who you want to be and who, and to know who you are. And so not everybody knows, but there are steps and ways that you can go and start to know your worth and like know who you are because if you do then you won't struggle and like you'll stay true to yourself in times where other people speak their opinion you know I would say like get a journal and dedicate it to self-care write down your values of yourself the values of maybe who you want to be um the values of the of who you are and then the truth of what you really think about yourself and write down what you know is true and then when you do like practice these things read them to yourself every day and then when other people say anything different then go back to your paper and find the truth know that it isn't true and immediately take that take that thought captive keep like take Whatever anybody else is saying, captive, and replace it with the truth. The truth of someone who truly loves you would say. And the truth about what God would say about you. Um, and know 
your values. Like, I'm doing this too. I'm writing down everything that I wish to be, everything that I um, am now, and just my values. Because you would go and write your values for, um, say you're going to go, like you want to find a be in a relationship, right? You're definitely going to know your values for when a guy comes around. I mean, people obviously um, lower their values uh, for different times. Um, but you would, this the ideal way is to go and write your values of what you would want in a person. And then when this person comes around, make sure that they have these values of what you have of them. You know, make sure that they align with your values. And you want to make sure that you align with your value all the time. You don't want to just, like, let someone say something about you and then let it completely destroy your value of yourself. You want to stay strong and true to what you are, you know, and get these truths stuck in your head and start to radiate off off them, radiate off them. Um, You walk out the house and know you're beautiful. Know that you're amazing. Know that you know your worth. Because then you don't have to worry about anything else. Um, A second thing that I would say to help you to become the main character in your story or to know that you are the main character is to get into therapy. Start doing the healing. Start doing the self-work now so that you can shine later. Don't continue to live with open wounds. Guys, kids hurt. Like, the amount of things that kids say to you at a young age is damaging you know and even teenagers do this too and it freaking hurts and people cause so much damage when we're young that we live with it even when we're older and it affects how we view things and how we live now kids are constantly replanting the same lies into our head embedding negativity into our minds and it shows up I remember when I was younger I was constantly picked last for partners Unless, like, I had a best friend at the time, then me and her would always just, like, look at each other. That one look that uh, you give to your best friend when, you know, you want to be partners with them. I loved that. But when I didn't have a best friend, I was constantly picked last or I was picked, like, third to last or second, you know. I was never the first option. And so, like, this really embedded into me that I wasn't enough. And that other people were always better than me. And I started to believe it. And this year I'm starting to actually do the work and heal. And I realized that I attach to people so much. And I attach to them for happiness. And the moment they start to hang out with another person, even if it's like for a lunchtime or just like for a break, I start to feel hurt and deep inside. And I realized that it's because of my past with people always leaving me for another Once a new person came into my friend's life, I started to doubt myself and ended up becoming too protective of my friend, which ended up pushing them more away. And I thought that the other person was better than me and that they would just leave me for someone better. I wasn't secure within myself, you know? And, like, honestly, if I had just left it alone and known my worth, they wouldn't have left me because I am amazing and I am a good friend and nobody's gonna leave me just for another person I'm a good person you know but I pushed myself into attaching to them even more which eventually pushed them away and 
The thing is now I am more aware of this and I know my pain and I know my causes and now I can work on it and for the future friendships that I'm going to have. And it also frees me just to know that I don't have to hang out with one person. I can hang out with multiple different people. Now I have tons of friends and I, I have like a couple of best friends, but I have tons of other friends. Like I don't have to just hang out with one person, you know? I hang out with multiple other people and you know I I enjoy it honestly um and now I'm becoming more secure in myself through this healing process and so I say I say just start doing the healing and get in therapy or even have another person if you can't pay for therapy have another person who is older than you who is wise and who can help you with this like my mom she helps me with that and she uses her therapy techniques so that that she learns in therapy so that when I have an issue she can help approach it better and she can help me heal and since I don't have a therapist at this moment due to like not feeling a great connection with my previous therapist I'm still trying to find one now um I still have the chance to change and still have the chance to put in the effort to heal and you can do the self-work by yourself. You can start healing by yourself. You don't have to always have another person. I mean, it's good to have another person because community is how you can heal. But if you don't have that option right now, then I say start doing it by yourself. Um, my last reason to how you can become the main character in your story is to take risks. Like, go out there and build confidence. Just do it. Like Nike says, like, just do it, you know, go out there and experiment, take risks, see what happened, be adventurous and optimistic with your decisions. And it's easier said than done. It takes time and effort just to be able to do something. And maybe one time you will. And like about a year ago, um, at the beginning of my freshman year of high school, it was kind of in the summer, actually. Um, but I just it was actually in the summer. It was for summer school. Um but I decided to do a rejection challenge. Um, it's basically a challenge where you get, you do a bunch of risky things for 100 days straight. And the objective is, is to be okay with being rejected. And it helps you not to fear it as much. But anyways, um, one day it was to face my fear and tell a guy that I liked him. And I did not want to do this at all. Like, I was scared. And it was the summer, right? And I was in summer school and he was in the same class as me. So I told my two girlfriends about the challenge and they encouraged me to go on with it. And I actually love them for that because, I mean, I feel like other people would have just been like, why are you doing that? You're so weird, right? But anyways, um, so the plan was basically to walk up to him and ask him if I could talk to, talk to him after class. So we actually tried to tackle this multiple different ways. First, me and my friends acted like we were going, we sat right behind him, right behind him. And the tables were like in circular desk and there was like about nine of them in the classroom. But he sat at the circular desk in front of us. And so we were like, okay, I'm going to walk past him and I'm going to say, hey, can I talk to you after class? And so we got up and I walked past him and I actually didn't say anything to him. And my friends, we went outside the classroom because we were still going to go to the bathroom. And we were like, why didn't you do it? They were like, why didn't you do it? I was like, um, uh, uh, I'm just going to, I'm just going to like do it when I come back. 
so then I don't have to walk past him and it doesn't weird so it doesn't make it seem like it's weird and they just looked at me like okay like okay if that's what you want to do so we all walked to the bathroom we're like okay I guess we'll just go to the bathroom and then we came back and they're like okay you got it right and so we walk into the classroom and I walk to him but I walk right past him and I still didn't do it and we sat back down at the desk and they're like encouraging me they're like they knew that I probably wasn't going to do it and but they still encouraged me and I really love them for that um they're really good friends and I'm still friends with some of them now um there's two girls anyways then I got up and I was like okay I'm gonna do it but then the teacher called it was break so I was like oh dang it so I guess I'll just talk to him at break so we went to break right I walked right past him didn't say anything to him uh we hung out there with my group and they were like you got it you just got to do it it's real it's real easy it's super simple you just got to do it I mean they knew it wasn't simple and I knew it wasn't simple they were just trying to encourage me and I don't know how that's encouraging me but anyways um then we walk into the classroom and I walk right past him and I still do not say anything to him and at this point my friends are just like giving up but like still trying to encourage me you know but they were like on edge and I was like guys you know what I'm gonna just do it I'm gonna just do it and then they're like yes you got it you got it and they were literally cheering for me and so I got up and I went and I sat right next to him and I looked at him and I was like hi can I talk to you after class and he was like yeah sure and I was like okay and so I got up and I walked to go to I think I, w- I walked back to my desk actually and my friends actually started cheering me on. They were like, oh my gosh, good. Jada. Like, it was super quiet in the classroom. So they were just, like, making faces and, like, putting their fists up while nobody was looking at us. Um, so afterwards, like, it was, class was done, right? And he waited for me to pack up my stuff. And then we were walking in the hallway. And I said to him, I was like, so I like you and I think you're cute. And he paused for a good second. And he looked at me. He was like, oh, like, I'm sorry, I have, a, I actually have a girlfriend, and guys, I kid you not, I ran from him, like, I was like, okay, good, I'm, I'm not lying, like, I actually ran, and I was a freshman in high school, and I actually ran, I don't know why I did that, but it was, I, like, I can't with myself, like, I don't know why I would run, and then, like, I don't know why I didn't even think to ask him if he had a girlfriend, and I literally had never had a conversation with him ever before in my life, I literally just told him, But anyways, that's not the moral of the story. The thing that I'm trying to say here is that you should take risk. Even if it doesn't go your way, even if it takes you 10 times before you do it, you should just do it. Because maybe something might happen. Maybe if you take risk, then something good might come out of it. Just make sure to do research to see if he has a girlfriend first. But um, overall, taking risks improves your confidence it creates a sense of uncomfortability which creates a sense of new power and after it has been accomplished and you guys are the main character do what you want to do and I believe in you guys and I want to encourage you guys that you guys can do what you want to do and you are the main character you are not a background character you're not a side character you are not an extra and I said that at the beginning of podcast but you guys need to know that but I think that just wraps up today's episode. I really hope that this helped. Um, I encourage you all to take power 
and who you are because you are amazing. You are beautiful and you can be who you want to be. And so I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. I love you guys so much and I really want to thank you guys for supporting me and really just listening to this whole episode. I know it's over half an hour. It's like 36 minutes right now. But it, I think I think this episode was worth it. And I really hope that you guys enjoyed it so much. And make sure to share this episode if you guys feel like it helped. Make sure to share it with a friend or a family member or anybody else. But I love you guys so much. And I thank you so much. Bye, guys.